Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit sarahlandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. Hello, everybody, and welcome. We are so excited for episode nine, Living Boldly. I'm Sarah Landon. I'm so happy you're here. We're going to have an amazing conversation today. And as we begin, I want to introduce you to my co-host and co-creator in the Journey of the Master podcast series. Sarah Elizabeth, are you there? Hi, Sarah. I'm here and I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here with you. I love this conversation because living boldly is one of my favorite topics. I love diving deep into these wonderful conversations with you about what it means to live boldly. And we have some incredible contributions today from our community that have shared with us what living boldly means to them. And so this is going to be a great conversation. We're going to add their input here. And if you have questions or comments, please feel encouraged. This is uh, a fun experience for all of us, and we love to hear from you, and we love your questions and your comments, so thank you for sharing. So Sarah Elizabeth, I'm going to let you start <laughs> living boldly. So first off, this idea of living, I remember in a conversation one time, this awareness that, you know, we're working hard and we're trying to make things happen and we're trying to practice all this incredible wisdom we have in our life and live our purpose. But the word live and living, you know, it's that living your life to the fullest, really living the highest expression that you are living fully every day and living boldly, living in a way that may be beyond or different or some way that you've never seen anybody in your life really live or uh, share or love boldly in their life. And so this is such an awesome conversation. I'm so happy to have it with you. What does living boldly mean to you? Oh my goodness. You know, it can mean the simplest things and it can mean something that feels really grand. And just like you just described, happening in a way that you've never seen anyone do before, but living, putting that emphasis on living to live the experience of that is not only to be and to really be connected to all that you are and not the doing living isn't the doing living is really the being for me and so living boldly is having the courage having the audacity having the presence of mind to truly be authentically who you are moment to moment. So maybe that means holding to a boundary that allows you to keep the space for yourself to do the things that are really what you're, you're desiring to do. But to me, no matter how big or small it might look to you or to anyone on the outside, it's really checking in moment to moment, case by case, 
Is this truly in alignment with my desires and my preferences? Am I living in a way that is how I truly wish to live, whether that's doing a thing, saying a thing, going a place, whatever it is, is this because I want to do this? Or is this because I think something bad will happen or negative will occur because I didn't, or is it really because I genuinely want to? Or maybe do I think somebody else expects me to? And so being bold enough to be authentic. I hope that makes sense. I love it. Being bold enough to be authentic. The definition of bold or boldly is confident and courageous to live in a way that is confident and courageous. And I think being authentic is such an important part of that. Someone in our community said living without fear and playing big. And, you know, sometimes playing big comes in the simplest little things. And I love what you said, because I think one of the biggest challenges to living boldly is being willing to have boundaries in your life. I believe that one of the biggest fears we have about being successful or putting ourselves out in the world or doing something that we really want to do is because we have this fear of having to have boundaries around it. So you may want to write a book, but you don't want to have to be stuck in your in your office or at your desk every day, day after day, editing and writing, uh, or dealing with certain timeframes that maybe aren't your own or, um, having to do some of the things that go along with that, or for example, wanting to start a company or a business or sharing a product and service with the world. And yet you don't want to lose control of your time or the balance in your life or serenity in your life or your relationships. And so sometimes we don't realize it, but sometimes our biggest fear is having boundaries, being willing to say no, being willing to do things in your time, in your way. And that can be a very bold expression of how you live your life fully. It can be the simplest little things as a parent or in, in, as an entrepreneur or in a romantic relationships or with friends, you know, just being able to have boundaries sometimes is one of the boldest things that we can do. So I love that you mentioned that a lot of people also mentioned living in alignment to their true self. Uh, another way of talking about uh, authenticity or being authentic. And then the word integrity comes up. And I recently read a book uh, by Martha Beck called The Way of Integrity, and I loved it. I thought it was spot on. And integrity, essentially, she says, is something only you can define for yourself. Only you can know if you are being true to you and you are being authentic to you. And so living boldly is also how we live with integrity to our soul's desires, living in integrity to the path that is lighting up for us and what we're feeling we're guided to do, the integrity to live your purpose, even if nobody else around you understands. And it can be a, a big thing and it can be the simplest little things. It may sound really simple, but what you wear every day, is it an integrity with who you are? Is, are you just wearing it because it's been in your closet forever and it's just your go-to? Sometimes living boldly is being willing to look at whether how you express yourself as simple as what you wear, are you being true and authentic to you? 
and not being afraid to make changes in your life. And they might be little changes, they might be big changes, but the council tells us that we're creating and recreating our life every day. And sometimes one of the boldest things you do is slow down enough to go, wait, am I recreating my life the way I want to live it every day? Or I'm just going through the motions and doing what I did yesterday. And yet it doesn't feel like an authentic expression of who you are or fully in integrity with that truth inside of you. So Sarah, you're an incredible master in so many ways, in countless ways, endless ways in all areas of your life. But one of the things that I see you do uh, and appreciate so much about you is having boundaries. Uh, Sarah's part of our team. And sometimes she'll say, you know, for me to be my best self, I need a couple of days off where I'm away from the computer and I just need to be in my own space. And that's an expression of living boldly, being able to say, Hey, I need this time for myself. You also just express yourself fully, whether it's a different way of seeing it than I do or Mark or anyone on our team or someone in your life, you can say it and you say it in a way that is confident in a way that is courageous, but is also kind and isn't making anyone else wrong. And so you are so authentic. I see you act in such beautiful integrity with yourself all the time. So I just want to acknowledge that I appreciate that so much about you. You hold the light for all of us to live boldly and be courageous enough to be yourself and be in integrity with what is true for you. Even if that means you got to say, Hey, you know what? You need to organize it such that we can get this done. So I can take a couple of days to be my best self. I love that about you. Thank you so much, Sarah. And I appreciate that we have such a space where that's welcome. And like you said, we're always sharing ideas. And one of the most beautiful and beneficial things about our entire universe is the diversity. So it wouldn't be that helpful if our whole team came together and we all thought exactly the same way and we all had exactly the same experience and we all had exactly the same skills to be able to come at something from several different angles and to be able to say, and, and again, thank you so much for, for witnessing me in that, because I do feel like self-expression is extremely important for, for, for me to living boldly, to be able to say, I don't see it that way. I see your point. I don't think you're wrong, but have you considered this? And then to turn around and look at it again from another and go, oh, well, let's find the harmony and let's find the synergy and what's really at the heart of what we're getting at, because it isn't an approach that's right or wrong. And that's the thing about living boldly, being bold enough to see it from a different perspective is part of that too, right? For ourselves. Um, and I think that creative expression, not just self-expression, maybe they're the same and maybe they're different. Maybe it's a word that somebody will use and understand differently, but creative expression, not just expressing your thoughts or your feelings or having a boundary, which I'll, I'll do a little aside and say the council tells us all the time that there is no need to have a hard defined boundary when you're living in alignment with yourself, because it will just happen naturally, but sometimes to remain in alignment, at least for me, I need to say, Hey, I'm going to need a few days off. I haven't been able to fully unplug for whatever amount of time that is. And I know that I don't function best in that way. Now that doesn't mean that I've pushed too far. 
we've been in the flow. Maybe we've been creating something and we have. And when we're creating something and it's flowing, I might work until 10 o'clock one night and it's not work so much as like, it's just when it's happening and I'll take my break and go for a walk and get dinner and whatever it is, and then come back around to it because I've got another spark of inspiration and an idea that I want to carry through. And then there's a moment in time, wherever that comes, where it's like, you know what, the best thing for me now is to take that respite. And so staying in alignment or keeping my balance, you might think of it that way as keeping, keeping the balance is to know when it's time to say, this is, this is my time. And I'm going to need a couple of days to just disconnect. I've done this. I've set everybody up for success on the team and, and off we go to the next thing. So but creative expression is a part of this too, not just expressing your needs or desires, but really allowing something to flow through you um, and then turning around. And we've had a really, this is our theme for the month is living boldly. And we've had a lot of these experiences and in the creative, in the creation of something that is, that is coming up, um, not yet announced on the sarahlinden.com site, but coming up soon. Um, I really stepped out in a way that I hadn't done before, not because I had held back before, but because my creative expression showed up differently this time and flowed differently. So I was bold enough to say, hey, I have all these crazy ideas and maybe they are crazy and maybe they're just fun and maybe they align with, with your vision, Sarah, and maybe they don't, but what do you think? So I think that that's a big part of it too. And so I see you all the time expressing yourself differently than I do, but always coming from your heart and that is living boldly. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I was just so enjoying what you were saying there. I'm like, so in the present moment of it, it was beautiful. I, uh, I think one of the things the council also talks about is taking responsibility, <laughs> taking total responsibility. And oh my gosh, that yeah, they do tell us to do that, right? <laughs> well, yeah. it, it is because, because to take total responsibility means that you acknowledge that I and only I am the creator of my reality. That doesn't mean you blame yourself for everything, but you really own that you're doing it, which means the great news is you can recreate, create yeah. and recreate. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I so if you're not familiar with the council, if you're new to us, I, I think I'm telling my story of one of the times I felt like I had to live boldly, sort of on an island <laughs> for a long time was in my own experience of going from being a corporate executive in the professional world, which was a dream come true for me. And loving my clients, loving the work I did, loving the people I worked with but knowing I wasn't really living my purpose and I had a house and I had properties and I had things that I was responsible for and people I was responsible to. And yet I knew I wasn't living my purpose. And it, to most people at that time, they thought, why on earth would you leave a corporate job when you don't really know exactly what you're doing, <laughs> let alone this idea that I had been channeling higher levels of consciousness and information and getting this profound wisdom, wanting to be 
a spiritual teacher, maybe the thought the only way you can do that is to write books. Never, ever would have thought that I would leave the corporate world, set forth on this path of awakening and elevating conscious, my own consciousness and channeling this wisdom from this collective group of higher level beings called the council. And it was one of the times that I felt uh, not just one day, <laughs> but years that, that I had to come back to my own truth. And someone in our community said, being honest with yourself. And so we've talked about authenticity. We're talking about integrity, being integrity with yourself, being honest with yourself. And there came a moment when, although I had a whole lot of fear about sharing with anybody, let alone putting it on, <laughs> on some social media platform or on YouTube that I channeled the council. And yet I know that I would not be living the life of my dreams and be living in my own experience of heaven on earth if I didn't do that, even though I had no idea where I was going. Did I do everything right? No. Did I jump off a cliff and first land splat on the ground before I finally found my way? Yeah, absolutely. Does it have to be that hard for anybody else? No, not at all. There's always an easy, effortless, harmonious way. But sometimes the quote unquote hardest thing is actually being honest with yourself. This is who I am and this is what I love and this is what I'm about and this is what I want to share with the world this incredible, profound wisdom on how to live your highest potential and how to create your reality and how to really get yourself into a state of heaven on earth, such that your environment begins to respond to that. And you literally find yourself living in an experience of heaven on earth. I couldn't not do it if I was really honest with myself. And so, um, that was one of my experiences and, and another one, which seems so simple, but ties in with a really beautiful, channeled message that came through about living courageously. And the question came up about someone who said, you know, I'm really happy uh, in my life when I'm out in nature and I'm with my animals. And uh, she said, you know, when I'm, when I'm with, with nature and animals and kind of with my higher self or my soul and just in touch with myself, everything's great and easy. But then I go into social situations and in relationships where we may differ about politics or we may differ about the coronavirus and the vaccine and all of that. And she said, you know, I really find myself going into judgment or entangling. And it was really powerful what they said, because the council said, it's not about retreating from life. It's about showing up fully and living boldly. And sometimes the boldest thing you can do is actually show up in a conversation with someone you, where you maybe have completely different beliefs and you have nothing in your being, but love where you are in your heart, where you are seeing them through the eyes of love. And no matter what they're saying or what their perspective is that you just love them, you hold a space of love and you understand and you accept them and you appreciate them and you do not entangle with their viewpoint or pushing against or trying to argue about what's right or wrong. And sometimes the most bold thing you can do 
the most courageous, confident thing you can do is sit there and not need to tell other people what you think is right. Just to hold the space of love. Now, in my experience, when you do that, usually these words just flow through you. When you really get yourself, when you really are bold enough to go into your heart and open your heart and breathe and just love them and not entangle with their opinion or their belief system, we are here in an experience of free will and we all get to choose. And we will always cause our own suffering when we try to choose for another, because this is an experience of free will. And I saw a dear friend of mine who is an absolute master do something one time that is one of the things I will always think of as an expression of living boldly. It was during the time of the election in the United States. Uh, and we were in a restaurant with some friends and some people were very strongly on one political side and some people were very strongly on another political side and the conversation of politics came up and this person got visibly upset because they were sort of the one person that was of a particular party at that conversation and he didn't get upset he didn't entangle he took a deep breath and he just kindly said I need to give myself a time out from this conversation right now. And he just got up, went outside, took some breaths, got himself back in a good place, came back into his consciousness and into his heart, came back to the table. And I'm telling you, it was like a miraculous experience. Just it diffused it all. It was like, wait, we can do that. Wait, we can actually come back to our consciousness and take a break for a second for ourselves, and come back into our heart. And I'll never forget that. It was so powerful and it was bold. And it, it really taught me a lot. And I think that there's a lot of opportunities right now for us to practice uh, that, that way of showing up in your life uh, in a way that might be really bold and may even inspire a lot of people around you. I think that's a really great point. And that is a very masterful person for sure in that moment. And it brings up something that I think is extremely significant to discuss today. And that is that living boldly is not forceful. It's not assertive. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's kind and it's compassionate and it's having the, not only the courage, but also the presence of mind and the presence of heart to be compassionate in all situations. And so that starts with kindness and compassion for yourself to say, this is what I need right now and acknowledging it to yourself. I love the number of people, but first of all, let me pause and thank all of you who did participate when we sent out the offer um, by email to contribute to this broadcast today. It was wonderful to read all of your responses and how Living Boldly is showing up for you and for those around you and for what, what it means to you even. It was wonderful, wonderful to read those. So thank you very, very much. Um, but really starting with that compassion for yourself and being honest with yourself, that was a big theme, like Sarah was saying, across everything. And we have someone in our live chat today who, who has a 
beautiful, beautiful contribution. Living boldly is a choice we make to see and feel love, unity, and perfection in the world when the collective may be focused on separation and what's wrong. And that aligns perfectly with something that someone contributed in advance saying that it means not to get distracted by the illusion of the present, but to be bold enough to ignore it and create a better future to transcend that fear. And I really think that it's important to acknowledge that like Sarah's friend in that conversation, whether you find yourself in a conversation that might be you know, heated or not, or you just find yourself in a moment when what you really need is rest, being kind and compassionate with yourself, which has to start there. And then to be able to be kind and compassionate with the world around you. I think that's really, really important to acknowledge the significance of that and living boldly. So there's no, there is no assertion in this concept at all. There may be passion, there may be enthusiasm, there may be excitement and eagerness and joy and, you know, expression flowing through in that way, but it is always kind and compassionate. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it doesn't mean that you don't speak your truth. In fact, it very well does mean that, but sometimes when we get in conversations, what we're saying isn't really coming from our highest truth. One of the comments was about being bold enough to go beyond my limited beliefs, my old stories, the patterns of the past. And sometimes when we question ourself, you know, when we really get honest with ourselves. Maybe you don't even know why you have a particular opinion about something. Maybe you don't even really know what is your truth about that. And it's okay to first off, just hold space and be kind and come from your heart. And sometimes you're going to want to say something that feels like not saying it would be out of integrity for yourself. Remembering that it is the energy by which we say anything that really matters. The council says to speak your, your truth, you must be aligned with truth to speak your truth. You must be aligned with truth, which is always aligned with love. So I'll give you a really silly example. Cause I have to play this game with myself a lot. <laughs> I'm like, what I need you to do. I want to say to someone, right? My partner is someone, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Right. And the truth is I don't. I really don't. Would I like them to do that? Would I appreciate them doing that? Would it make me happy? And then I realized that the truth is not that I need them to do that. I don't need them to do anything. We don't need anyone to really do anything for us to be whole, for us to be in a state of love, for us to be in the highest level of consciousness, for us to be in heaven on earth. Now, it might make you really happy. It might feel good to you. It might be important to you, but I had to start being aware that little things like that were not coming from my highest truth or from a place that was really honest inside of myself. And so it can be the littlest things that you begin to look at and change in your life that really allow you to live boldly. And then I know there's a lot of people out there that are 
wanting to share their gifts with the world. They want to share their abilities, their talents. They have this wisdom or this knowledge or this beautiful healing gift or their own channel connection and putting themselves out in the world to tell anyone or to hang a sign above the door and say, Hey, you know, I'm here to support you in these things, or here's my service is really bold and takes a lot of courage. And I, as much as it's this way our society maybe tells us to figure it out and work hard and put the effort in and really take massive action, right? Sometimes being bold and living boldly is being willing to be gentle with yourself and slow down. And one of the contributions from someone in our community was the way that they're living boldly is by not getting all spun up in efforting and striving and trying to take a whole lot of action, that it's actually bold for them to slow down and remembering that as we slow down, we really speed up, that stillness is the access point to acceleration, clarity, right? We talk about clarity. We talk about confidence. We talk about certainty. That doesn't mean that you're certain that it's all going to work out exactly the way you think it's going to work out, or that you're so clear that it's got to, you know, exactly when and how and where and with who and all those things about what you want to happen. It's knowing that you can maintain the highest level of consciousness in any situation, no matter what is going on, so that you can clearly be aware of what is lighting up for you, where energy is in something, what inspires you, so that you're always open to that creative expression flowing through you. We talk a lot about your reasons for being here to expand your consciousness, to be part of the expansion of humankind, to expand the infinite potentials and possibilities here that exist within the human experience. I truly believe in order to expand, you've got to live boldly. Having the experiences you want to have, being able to say, I want to have the experience of instead of getting in my car at five o'clock every morning and going to an office and sitting in traffic and sitting in a building and working eight hours a day and then coming home and work, I want the experience of waking up in my, my sanctuary heaven on earth place to get up and have some time for me. And then to be able to work from home and my beloved place with my animals and my friends and being able to work with the people I love and create with the people I love and an amazing community and do the things I love, right? If you want that for yourself, whatever iteration of your perfect day, whatever the iteration of your perfect day is for you, in order to have the experiences you want to have, sometimes you got to live boldly. And I save the best for last because we talk about expansion, we talk about experiences, and we talk about expression, fully expressing who you are, fully expressing the source energy, the divine light, the love that you are in the world. Oh my gosh, sometimes you have to be really bold putting yourself out there. I can think of so many people in our master's class community 
And I just want to hug them and go, yes, keep going. When they, when they put a video up on Facebook or on YouTube, and it's the first time they've done it. I can remember the first time I did it. And it's the scariest thing to put yourself out there in social media or with a YouTube video or a website sometimes, or to go speak in front of people or to even open yourself up to share your gift with the world. But that is you expressing who you are. And living your purpose, living a rich, fulfilling, meaningful life where you can love fully and live fully means you've got to truly authentically express who you really are. And living boldly is such a big part of that. So what do you say, Sarah Elizabeth, to someone who, when we talk about expressing who you really are, maybe they're like, I don't even really know who I really am. I don't really know how to express myself fully. I know you're talking about that, but what does that mean to you, Sarah Elizabeth? I would say to that person, there are still days when I feel like that. I don't even know who I am. I don't know what I want to create. I don't know what I'm doing here. And so to a point that you made earlier to know living boldly is, you know, knowing that you always have the ability to stay in that grander perspective, that higher state of consciousness to move through whatever the situation is, but also knowing that you don't have to, that you're not going to be perfect, not to expect yourself to always do that and to be bold enough to be kind to yourself when when you're not. And so the next thing I would say is, after, after assuring you that you are certainly not alone in this thought, that I would say, keep it simple first. Do you know that you're an aspect of the divine? I'll bet you do. I'll bet at, ver- at the very least, you can feel that you're connected to something bigger than that. If you can allow that to be enough. And I like to talk about pulling on threads. So you can think about it. Maybe this is kind of an odd analogy because maybe you don't think of something that you want to unravel. But if you're thinking about unraveling your thoughts, if they feel tangled, then this is an easy thing. If you can find the right thread to pull on, it will come apart easily and everything will be clear again, right? So you never pull too hard, just pull gently, see where it's pulling, see what it's affecting, see what's coming with it. When you don't have too much momentum behind it, it's easier to slow it down. So start there, find something that you can access and then go, you know what? It doesn't matter if I can answer any of these questions. It doesn't matter at all if I feel like I know who I am. What matters is, can I find a way to be happy today? Because if I can find a way to be happy today, if I can find a way to experience joy, then I know for sure that I'm in connection with all that I really am. And if I'm in connection with all that I really am, that whatever expression comes, it will be authentic. And here's the key for me, and maybe you have a different key for you, but for me, it's not being attached because mm-hmm. if you can be bold enough not to be attached to the way something shows up, the timeline it shows up on, who it shows up with, where it shows up from or, or, or going to or whatever it is, because sometimes being 
bold and living boldly is being bold enough to acknowledge that something that you were so sure had to be the way and you had blocked off a path that that's just not an option for me. I'm not giving up on this or I'm not going there or I'm not doing whatever it is or it absolutely this must work out, whatever that might be. If you can be bold enough to release attachment to those things, then so much more can flow in. And it's not because those things aren't necessarily the case. They may or may not be, but if you can manage to let go, you can allow the more and then you'll get all that you are and you'll know who you are. Did I answer your question? Mm, Beautifully. Thank you. That was so good. I, for me, it's, it's this, uh, am I allowing myself or am I doubting or denying a part of myself? Right. might be a little simple thing like, oh, I've never liked that. Right. I, I've never been a movie person. Right. I, I was saying this the other day. Oh, I've never been a movie person. And I'm like, wait, like maybe I am a movie person. Maybe I do like going to movies. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe didn't used to. Maybe I would. You know, it's these little ways that we just repeat the same old story. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't believe that's possible, or I don't believe this. Right? It's just like this little things that we just throw out there sometimes, just sort of unconsciously or just on autopilot, that we're doubting and denying ourselves instead of allowing yourself to be curious to see the world through new eyes from a new place in a new story. And am I allowing myself in the moment or am I doubting or denying some part of me? And I was reminded, uh, years ago, uh, Stacy in our master's class community was telling a story about how someone said to her, you know, you've done all this spiritual work. You've, you have all these spiritual practices. You've read all those spiritual books. You've gone all these spiritual teachers. Why are you angry? How could you be angry? at about anything, right? Your, your child having an issue or something. How can you be angry? You're supposed to be like happy, peaceful, joyful, like Zen on a mountaintop every day, all the time. Right. And she said, it's because of all the spiritual work I've done that I can allow myself to feel those feelings and be angry. If that's how I feel now, I think a big, the big difference in that is there is unconscious wounds that we're acting out. And that often is hurtful to other people, or we say things we don't mean, or we're not responsible for our energy and the way we're showing up, but it's okay to let yourself feel and allow yourself to feel something because behind it somewhere, there is a thought or a belief that is trying to come to the surface and it's okay when you know that you can feel whatever you feel, allow yourself to feel those things, but still stay conscious and present and not act out of unconscious wounded behavior and hurt someone else or make the situation a bigger problem. And I always thought that was really uh, profound and um, beautiful. So I just wanted to share that helped me a lot because I was like, oh, I can go, okay, this, this isn't okay for me. And that's sort of one of the ways that I allow myself into that space to go, it's not that you're wrong. It's not that you ticked me off. It's not that you, it's not, it's wait, this just isn't okay for me. And I've got to slow down a little bit 
and allow myself to feel and see what maybe my higher self or the more conscious part of me is trying to see about this situation such that it can be more aligned to my truth or my highest well-being. And um, I just love that. You were talking about pulling the string and I, I got to say, I think one of the practices of living boldly is also being willing to let the next step come to you. And sometimes we think living boldly is going out there and making it happen and doing all this stuff and throwing things at the wall and see what sticks, right? Uh, sometimes the bold thing is to be patient and let the next step come to you. And so you were talking about being happy and being joyful. It's like, okay, well, what the heck am I supposed to do? Well, I'm boldly being patient, you know, waiting for the next step. Oh, right. And so it, um, the answer to that is go do what brings you joy. Go do what would make you happy. Ask yourself, ask that little girl or little boy inside of you, ask your playful, innocent self, like what would make you happy today? What can I do to make you happy today? What would be joyful for you? And then go do those things. And the funniest, funniest part of that is usually the next step comes in those moments of doing the things that bring you joy. Either the inspiration comes, the connection comes, the resource comes, you meet someone, you see something that inspires you. And most every time, I mean, I can, I'm really sort of thinking about this as I'm saying the next step is pretty much always come when I was out there doing something that brought me joy. Not when I was sitting around trying to force and make the next step happen the way I thought it should be. So being happy today, doing the things that bring you joy today is a practice in living boldly. Because let's be honest no matter what it is you think you want, even if it's to write that book or to have whatever success it is, or to, you know, find that relationship of a lifetime or what, whatever, it's all because of the joy and the bliss and the fun that you want to experience along the way. So find it now and don't get attached because if you kind of come at it of like, okay, I'm going to go be happy. And then something has to happen. Well, we're not really doing it then. So, and, and you, you can't trick the universe. It doesn't work. I, pro <laughs> I, I promise you can't trick the universe. So I think that's, I think that's a great point. Now we have someone in our chat today who says, you know, I, I couldn't say no. So I, I would interpret that as saying, this was a choiceless decision for me to bring another puppy into our home. And now I have two and I feel anxious and worried and, uh, you know, what can I do to see the good and not the bad in this situation? And I would say it's possible that you attracted that experience and desired that experience as an opportunity to move through allowing yourself to trust. There's a, a recent message and you can find it um, at sarahlinda.com in the blog um, called you are the dream come true. And there is a, a part in there with the council talks about you, you would never worry again. Why would you worry? If you knew that you had basically all the resources of the universe on your side, the entire company of heaven, everything you could ever want or need would show up when you needed. You really, if you really knew that and stayed in alignment with that, 
you would never ever worry or doubt again. And maybe this is an experience for you to do that. Or maybe another option is you're just one step along one of these puppies paths to someone else or who knows. And it's that not trying to figure it out thing that gets our human brains a little, a little messed up sometimes. And so that really brings up a couple of things for me along, along this line of conversation. Um, Sarah, are you okay? If we give people a little sneak peek of some things we have coming up in September. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we're doing a free event. It is not up We're getting everything together, but we are doing a free event. So you can mark your calendar. I encourage you to subscribe to our email list. You can find that at sarahlandon.com so that you will get the announcement in our newsletters with all of our events coming up. But on Tuesday, September the 14th at noon Pacific, we are doing a free event called Infinite Resources, the Abundance of Heaven on Earth. So resources are everything you could possibly think about. Resources are time, their money, if it's needed connections, those, those things you can't possibly pay for or orchestrate yourself. I said, I said something to Sarah the other day about, you know, there are companies who just literally cannot hire a recruiter to get the very best person on the, on the planet. There, there are some people who are really good at their job as recruiters, and they still don't know for sure. If they really have that, you can't, pay for that connection. It's that divine orchestration that really puts things together. So time, money, connections, relationships, joy, all of this. And so, um, that's something that this really, this whole thread of conversation really brings up for me. And then the other thing is the council talks to us a lot. And Sarah mentioned this earlier, whatever your iteration of a perfect day is, and that's never the same twice, at least not for me. It might be similar, but it's never the same twice because you wouldn't want to live. Well, I don't think any of you, I don't, I'll I'll speak for myself. I don't want to live groundhog's day over and over and over again. Right. But there might be similarities and there might be common threads waking up in the morning and taking the practice of going, what is it that I wish to do today? And then being bold enough to find something. If what you really want is to go put your feet in the sand on a beach and you are so far from that possibility, just because of your geographic location, that that's not going to happen today. What is it about that? Is it the relaxation? Can you get yourself a refreshing drink that you would have on the beach? What is it that you can do? Can you stand in the sunshine and absorb, you know, the radiance of the sun and the warm glow on your skin, finding a way to connect to that, being bold enough to allow yourself the space and the opportunity to do that is one of the things. And the other thing we have coming up in September along these lines because the council has been speaking to us a lot about living in new earth, heaven on earth, paradise. So we have this brand new, unlike any experience we've ever given you before channeled course, that part you're used to, if if you've done a course with us, but we're doing some fun new things for a brand new course called welcome to paradise an invitation to into new earth. So 
keep a lookout for that. That will be announced soon. And we're going to do some, some fun extras. Um, and so I said earlier in the conversation that I had brought up all these ideas and, and that's what I was talking about. This new course, Welcome to Paradise. We started talking about making it like an experience and a vacation and, and just having some fun with it. One of the things that's going to be available is a bonus opportunity with some exclusive things only for people who do early registration. So please, again, we encourage you, if this is something that's interesting to you, sign up. You have no obligation. You can sign up for our, our announcements, get our newsletter, take a look when all the details are out and join us if you're so inspired. Um, but one of the things that it, it was a bold move, I don't know if you realize this or not, Sarah, but for me, it was a bold move to offer to you to do that live event with Mark, that free bonus um, live, we're calling it a pre-party um, for, for Welcome to Paradise. I don't know if you, you probably didn't think anything of it, but it was a bold move for me to offer and say, hey, I'll, I'll do this. I'll lead this um, for you. Is that an idea that I'm putting out there? Is that an idea that, that you're open to? Well, thank you for being bold enough to suggest it because it was just an absolute choiceless yes. When you said it, I'm like, yeah, of course, that would be so fun. And, you know, that's how it is sometimes, right? We, we put ourselves out there a little bit in some way, whether it's with a person or in a company or with a project or an idea, and it ends up being the thing that opens the door to a whole another potential or a whole nother expression of your truth or a whole nother level of your power. And so it can be little or it can be a big thing, but putting yourself out there. And I, as many times people will say something like, I got this kind of intuition or this guidance. And then this affirmation kind of came in, either they heard someone else say it or someone else said the you know exact same thing and affirmed it for them. And it's like, sometimes it's the littlest things that we maybe say to someone or um, that idea we throw out or that creative endeavor. And yet I could feel even in, in your willingness to boldly <laughs> suggest something that we've never done before. In addition to that, but these things that you have prepared for our new live upcoming course, uh, welcome to paradise. They were fun. And they were sort of like, oh my gosh, we can do this. We can actually give people a paradise experience, a, a welcome aboard to a new earth on this grand, magnificent vacation experience. And yet it's bold and it's fun. And I think it's going to be a dream come true for many of us in many ways. Um, you talked about infinite resources. In addition to knowing that you have the consciousness in every moment to access the highest perspective, to accept what is, to know that everything's always happening for you which is so, so, so important. It's always knowing that there's an infinite amount of anything you could ever need in any moment. You brought up the story of the puppy, which you know is near and dear to my heart. Uh, not only because we're a bunch of puppy dog animal lovers in this community, but a couple of years ago, I adopted an 11 year old dog and he was a second dog to my uh, dog that I currently had. And it was not harmonious at first. It was choiceless. I saw this dog on a Chesapeake Bay Retriever rescue site and I had to have him. I just had to have him. 
had to have him. And when he came over to have a little visit, I cried. I just loved this dog. And <laughs> the second the foster person left, I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? <laughs> I work from home on live video. <laughs> like this is not harmonious. Two seconds later, he takes after and runs after and trees my cat, like chases my cat up a tree. And I'm like, what did I just do? And this went on for a few weeks. Uh, but it was a continual practice of not being attached, which is something you said, not having an expectation, you know, I don't know, maybe. And I, and I remember this, this was one of the things like, I have some really good friends, one of who had just lost her dog. And I don't know, maybe I'm the conduit for this dog to, you know, go for me to find the person they're meant to be with. Long story short, Jake is the best kid ever. And we love him and he fits right into our family and our family wouldn't be complete without our second dog, Jake. But just because it's choiceless doesn't mean that it doesn't up-level your life or bring you into an opportunity to practice uh, or bring you into this awareness of your own power where you may not have had it before. And that may, again, come back to having boundaries and asking for help. In that situation, after a few weeks of just uh, being really frustrated, I had to ask for some help. <laughs> I had to have some boundaries with all of the animals in my family. <laughs> and that's sometimes what it's all about. And you go to a whole new level of who you are and how you show up and the power you have and the boundaries you have and saying what is and isn't okay for you in the most loving, awesome way. And also learning to ask for help. This is one thing that I guess in closing, I want to say probably one of the most bold things we do is asking for help. What is the one request that if you made had the potential to transform your life? What is the thing you don't ask for? That one thing that could potentially change your life. And, you know, I, I, I don't think when you asked the question about leading that event, uh, you thought, oh, this is going to change my life, but it just may, we don't know. So, you know, what is the thing that you don't ask for or the help that you don't ask for? That seems like a really bold move for you that just might radically change your life in the most amazing and beautiful ways. And not only asking help from other people, we live in an experience of free will. And I know a lot of times people are like, I want answers from my guide and my angels and my higher self and my soul team and uh, help me, right? Sometimes just saying that, ask for the help you need. We're in an experience of free will that higher levels of awareness can't interfere with our free will experience. Ask for help, ask for answers, ask for guidance, ask for the energy to be clear, ask for the light to guide the way, ask. Ask your soul team and your guides and ask the people in your life, whatever it is you need to ask for that may seem really bold, but may change your life in the most profound and amazing ways. That to me is, I guess, if I want to leave, leaves this beautiful uh, conversation today with, with one little thing, you know, be aware uh, next time it comes up to ask for the help you need, ask for the guidance you want just might change everything for you.
You're absolutely right. It, it, I know for a fact that it does change everything. And as a very independent and capable individual, um, that's a place where I've had to really practice not only asking for help, but then following up with allowing myself to receive the help that I have requested. And so the council said something really, really beautiful to us yesterday on our master's class Q&A where someone was talking about, you know, wanting, wanting some tips for how do we trust more? How do we trust ourselves more? How do we trust that energy and that light to guide the way? And they said, you practice. If you ask a basketball player, do you trust that you can make the shot? They would say, yeah, because I practice. And so you practice. And so I'll return to something that I said earlier, which is I practice following the energy and letting the light guide the way by pausing and tuning in. Is this really something that I want to do? Is this really where I feel called right now? Is this really where the energy is flowing right now? Because if it isn't, it's a good time to practice being bold enough and being honest with yourself and trusting trusting that flow wherever it's flowing. And if you don't feel like it's flowing, stillness is a good thing. So if I were going to close with anything, I don't think I could do better than someone on our chat has said, which is living boldly to me means being comfortable with letting my brain take a rest while my heart leads the way. Yeah. Letting my brain take a rest while my heart leads the way. Perfect. I couldn't say it any better. Beautiful call today. Thank you. I love this conversation. I love this community. Thank you for everyone who has submitted their answers to what does living boldly mean and what are examples of living boldly to everyone who was on the chat and contributed the links to the things that we mentioned in this video will be below the video uh, when when the links are available remember to subscribe to our youtube channel sarah landon life and you will be notified of upcoming events and then if you go to sarahlandon.com you'll see lots and lots of free resources in fact there's a tab that says free resources which is continuing continually updated thanks to our amazing team. And you can also sign up for our newsletter and upcoming events. And again, that free live event on September 14th, be sure to tune into that. Sarah Elizabeth, most of all, I want to thank you and Mark on our team. Um, I love these conversations. Thank you for being the incredible master that you are. Thank you for having these conversations. Thank you for showing up and shining your light so brightly in the world. And thank you for living boldly. I love you dearly. And I love you. Thank you for making it all possible. Awesome. Bye everybody. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, Mark. Thank you to our amazing team.